This is K-A-Y-T, Gina, Alexandria. This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1. K-A-Y-T, praising the Lord. Greetings. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
Lord's side. Good morning, everybody. God's holy word this morning. Amen. How's everybody doing today? Amen. Once again, it's truly a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, turn to the book of Isaiah. Or the 49th chapter, and start reading from verse 32. Another beautiful day that the Lord has made. Amen. Amen. Where it says that we should rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. 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 Let us all say amen. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. And break forth into singing, O mountain. For the Lord had comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord had forsaken me, and my Lord had, had forgotten me. Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have carved thee upon the palm of my hand. Thy walls are continually before me. Thou children shall make haste. Thou destroyest, and they that made thee waste shall go forth of thee. And in verse 18, lift up thy eyes round about, and behold, all these gather themselves together and come to thee. As I live, said the Lord, thou shalt surely clothe thee with them all, as with any ornament, and bind them on thee as the bride doeth. May the Lord have a blessing for the readers, the listeners, and the doers of his holy word. In a loud voice on this beautiful Sunday morning, let us all say amen. 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 amen.
joy in heaven. Holy will be thy name. Thou kingdom come. Let thy will be done on earth as is already done in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our debtors as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not, Lord, into no temptation, but deliver us from all sin and evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory. But now, O oh, Heavenly Father, we come once more again, Lord. Lord, just to give you some thanks and give you some humble thanks, Lord. Lord, we want to thank you for watching over us all night long while we slept in slumber. But early this morning, Lord, you taught us with the finger of love. Open our eyes up to behold a brand new day, Lord. A day that we never saw before. But all you told us, Lord, is to be glad and rejoice in this day. But right now, Heavenly Father, I come asking that you forgive me for my sins, Lord. Lord, forgive me for my inner thoughts. Because, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you, Lord. Because every time I try to make one step without you, Lord, I have a tendency to fall. But you said just the other day, greater is he that's in me than any man that's in the world. Lord, I just want to thank you right now. Lord, I'm asking that you look upon us through these holidays, Lord. Let us know, Lord, it's just not about Santa Claus. It's about Jesus Christ, who died, hung, and bled, that we all might have a right to the tree of life and that we might have it much more abundantly in the name of Jesus. But right now, Father, I that you look upon the sick and afflicted everywhere. Throw your merciful arms around us, Lord, because, Lord, you said by your stripes, Lord, we are here right now in the name of Jesus. And then, Father, we ask that you look upon the shed ears. Some father, son is locked up. Some mother, daughter is locked up, Lord. But, Lord, let them know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Lord, we need you, and we can't make it without you. But right now, Father, I ask that you look upon this congregation. Lord, you say, while well, there are two or three, simple in your name, Lord, you are in the midst. And as long as you're in the midst, Lord, everything going to be all right. You said we acknowledge you in all that we do. You will direct our path. You said we lift you up. You will draw all men unto you. But right now, Father, I ask that you look upon our pastor, Lord. Lord, give him what he needs, Lord that he can continue to run this race and don't run this race in vain. In the name of Jesus. Then, Heavenly Father, I ask that you look upon this choir, Lord. Throw your loving arms around this choir right now, Lord. But, Lord, I'm going to ask that you give them a song that they can sing today that only heaven can get the news. Now, these blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Let the church respond by saying amen.
ready for our altar call. I want to ask for something a little different on this morning. If we can get all the ministers to come up here to the front and stand with me on this morning. If you're looking for anything from God this morning, if you're looking for a financial blessing, you're looking for a healing, you're praying for a family member, whatever it might be on this morning, we want you to move for God this morning. Don't move for me. We want you to come to the front because God is in the house on this morning. If you're looking for a touch from anything from God, move on. Move for him this morning. We want to move for God on this morning because he's an awesome God. We're going into a new year. If we think about all the things that he has done for us, we're looking for greater for 2024 because God is the only way. Amen. He is the only way. We just want you to just clear your mind on this morning. We want you to pray for somebody else on this morning. Pray for a family member. Pray for somebody in the community. They say pray for one another. We want to touch and agree on this morning that God just come into this house and deliver us on this morning. Whatever it might be, we want to touch from him on this morning. Amen. Lord, we come to you, our Father, right now, Lord. Only you, Lord, can do it, Lord. We're following your protocol on this morning. You, we ask, oh God, that you just come into this house, Lord. You see us right here calling out to you on this morning, Lord. Not for ourselves, but for this church family, for this community, oh God. We are grateful, Lord, for all the things that you have done for us on this morning, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance for what you have in store for us for 2024. This year is almost to an end, but you brought us through it, Lord. Some of us didn't know if we was going to make it, but you brought us through it, Lord. You healed us, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thought we couldn't pay the bills, Lord, but you brought us through it. You kept the lights on, oh God. You kept food on our table, oh God. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm, I'm calling out to you this morning for my mother, Lord. Strengthen her on this morning that she get up and walk, oh God. We thank you, Lord. I'm continuing to ask for strength in my body, oh God, to do the work of you, Lord. I'm standing for you on this morning, Lord. Speak to you. Speak to me this morning, Lord. Thank you. We love you, oh God. We love you and we adore you, oh God. You see us calling out to you, oh God. We pray, oh God, for the sick, oh God. We pray, oh God, for the ones behind bars this morning. Lord, we thank you, Lord. You've done miraculous things, Lord, but we're looking for better things for 2024, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for our bishop on this morning, for the leadership that he has given us for all these years, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the choir this morning, Lord, for the songs that they are singing to you, Lord. We come to you right now crying out, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We just want to tell you thank you on this morning, God, because you are the one, you are the only, Lord. You say you'll never leave us, nor forsake us, oh God. You, Lord, you say we can do all things through Christ Jesus, Lord, but we must move, oh God. We can't sit down on you, Lord. Stand up for you, Lord. Stand up for you, Lord. We are standing right here in the midst, oh God. We're standing for our congregation right now, Lord. We're asking, oh God, that you hear them, whatever they prayer might be on this morning, Lord, that you just get them away, Lord. Make a way, oh God. Lord, we're crying out, oh God. We're crying out right now, Lord. We thank you, 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 Lord. We thank you,
we thank you, Lord, right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We all can just say amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Give him some praise on this morning. Clap for him, Lord. Give him some praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now. Right now, Lord. We just give you thanks. We just give you thanks. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We love you. Amen. In all obedience to God Almighty, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, our keeper, to all the ministers of the gospel according to Jesus Christ, all our laities that share the day assembly in this sanctuary to give God the praise and the glory that deserving even unto him. We thank God for you today and for this choir. We thank you very much. You sing out of your heart and you're giving God the glory and the praise from Jump Street. Today we want to continue to talk about some miracles that the Lord has done, what he's doing now, what he will do, and what he'll do in the future. And we got to just step out on faith in Christ Jesus in order for, to perfect those things that we talk about. Uh, from Acts, the 8th chapter, verse 26 through 34, 8th chapter of Acts. 26 through 34. And the Bible reads, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goes down to Jerusalem, unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch, a great authority under Kenneth's queen of Ethiopia, who had the charge of all her treasures, and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting on his chair, read Esaias the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Esaias and said, Understanding thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. 
And the place of the scripture where it was read was this. He was <coughs> led as a sheep to the slaughter and a lamb, a dumb lamb before his shearer. So opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And whom shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet, this of himself or some other man? You may be seated. In a continuation from last week, we see that Philip, this Simon had bewitched the whole city of Samaria, had everybody in confusion, everybody worshiping false gods, out of God, going after him like he was some great somebody, and he come out to be nobody. So as, as God told, after Peter and John had came to Samaria in a night and prayed for them that they received the Holy Spirit, when they received the Holy Spirit, Peter and them went back to Jerusalem. The priest in all the small cities uh, in Samaria went back to Jerusalem, their hometown. And you, you know, we got to look at this. Jerusalem was our religious capital of the Jews. It's about 40 miles from the Mediterranean Sea, about eight miles from Jordan River. And Jerusalem was also known in Abraham's time as Salem, which Melchizedek, the king of Salem, was king, and Jesus come after the similitude of Melchizedek. And I want to share this with you. And this lesson we are teaching today is from our culture, black culture. All black culture, what we are talking about today is Bible history. It's in the book. So you just go to the book and read. Melchizedek, read Hebrew, the seventh chapter, and you'll see it. It's to the T. Talking about Melchizedek, who Jesus come after his similar to. Otherwise, Melchizedek had no beginning and no end. They didn't know when he was born, when he died, or nothing had no beginning. So what they did, Jesus come after his similar to, this is a nation of people that ever, was never brought up before the throne of grace. Their name was never mentioned because they was nobodies. They worshiped all of God's and they couldn't please God. That's why their name was never brought up before the altar to pray for me. Sometimes we pray for people and they don't come forth. And that word of God just fall on flat ground and don't prosper nothing. It's just there, just bounces. Bouncing ball. Don't accomplish anything. So this king, Melchizedek, was in Abraham, the place called Salem. Salem was where Abraham lived at that particular time. And God want us to know that and Gaza, he told them to go down south towards Gaza. This was a Philistine city. And all, most of us remember in Philistine that Samson killed himself because the people that was false worshippers and people that had come against God and Samson had somebody to lead him to the Horses that hold up the standard of the building. Yeah. And he pushed it down. Talked to God first. Yeah. Then he pushed it down. Amen. And he killed all those people. So God wants us to know that you can't get by. We got to come straight through. 
we be talked about a lot of times because what? People of the world is looking for faults in you. They're looking for faults in you, looking for something to tear you down with. My, the book I read here is pick up everybody up. This is the book I read. God, Jesus, everybody come to Jesus with faults and failures. He never criticized or condemned not one in the Bible I read. He told the Pharisees one time, they was criticizing people, say, woe be unto you, scribe and Pharisee, you worship me with a lip, but your heart is full from, otherwise you ain't done the Masonic breath and tinkling cymbal. You just make noise out there. But God, God wants us to be real today. He wants to show his hospitality, not ours. And so what, what, what he did, Philip arose. God told him to go to the south, go to uh, Jerusalem to Gaza, which is the desert area. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, I told you it's our character, Ethiopia, a great author of Candace Queen of Ethiopia. Now, this wasn't no regular Philip man. He's a man with great authority. He's a man that ruled over the queen. Everything the queen had, he was governing over. He made the right decisions, and everything he did, he made the right decisions. You know, this, this queen here of Ethiopia, she followed after Bathsheba. She followed behind Bathsheba. And we need to know that Bathsheba was a black woman. All this book today is coming from out of Africa. Don't let no devil fool you. Read the book for yourself. All this coming out of Africa today. And we paint pictures today where uh, it looks like we secondary people. We're not secondary people. We're the primary. We are the original Jews of this earth. And we've been brainwashed so much that we tell people, oh, yeah, you'll be second in line. No, I'm first. I don't play that foolishness about it. You'll make it after a while. I already made it. I mean, God brought me to wherever I am. The Lord brought me here. And so I'm going to hold my standard up. I ain't going to let you tell me I ain't nobody. When you tell me I ain't nobody, I'm going to look at you and say, you either. Ain't none of us nobody until we got Christ in our life. You're nothing but trouble to yourself unless you got the Lord in your life. And, and this scripture tells us, this Ethiopian here, this unit, he was reading the Bible. Now, we got to catch on to this. He's reading the Bible. As he read the Bible, this angel of God told him to go over there to the chariot. And the Bible tell me he made haste. He hurried up and got there. And when he walked up there, he never told him how ignorant he was or how stupid he was. Nobody say, understand what thou readest? He said, no, unless some man show me. We get too heavenly minded today. We get tied up in heaven too much today that people don't never catch on to what we're trying to say. He said, unless some man show me. The Bible tells me we are helpers one of another. And I can't get in my head just because I'm the pastor of this church that I'm all listening, all letting you ain't nothing. That's crazy. And anybody think that they, they lost their mind? We're working together with Christ Jesus. That's what the book says. Now it's up to you to walk straight, straight and narrow paths. It's up to you. If you don't want to walk straight and narrow and I'm telling you how to walk, that's on you. I ain't got nothing to do with that no more. 
I done told you the truth. It's on your shoulder now. If I don't tell you, it's on my shoulder. It, but I need to walk through precepts and examples of what I'm telling you. See, a lot, a lot of people do a lot of talking, but no walking. They just at a dead standstill. They don't prosper, don't grow in nothing. So when the Lord told Philip to go there with this Ethiopian, then the man, he said he was turning from sitting at Jerusalem. He went to Jerusalem. He was reading and sitting on the chariot, reading Isaiah, the prophet. And then say, the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to the chariot. Now watch what God allow you to do when he's working in your life. And Philip ran to him and heard him read the prophet Esaias, which is Elijah, Isaiah rather, and said, understanding thou what thou readest? Now watch what the man said. Watch what he said. We think we this, that, and other around here. Everybody in this building today can tell me something to help me. Anybody in here can tell me, offer something to help me, but now when you come telling me, make sure you're in the book. Be in the book where I can see it for myself and that grow your faith and my faith in Christ Jesus. So then, as he stepped before him, the Spirit told him to go near, join himself to the chariot, and Philip went, did what he said. He was reading Isaiah, asking, did he understand what he was saying? How can I accept some man guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Now, I don't know everything. I'm pastor of this church. I don't know everything. You either. So don't put no front on with me like you got it all in together. I know better than that. We are in position that God put us in to discharge our duties unto him. Amen. All of us work together. How can I say I ain't part of the body to the feet because the feet run it? How can the feet say I ain't part of the body because the eyes look at it but they can't move? We all work together with the Lord. The Bible tells me if a brother or sister is overtaken in a fall, now this is what the scriptures say. Ye with your spiritual, you with your whole, made whole, religious, whatever, you know, most times we get religious and ain't really got Jesus. A lot of times we get religious and don't know the Lord. But you got to know him for yourself. When you know Jesus, you don't have to tell me to say amen. What he's done for me, what he's done for you, what he's done for us, we ought to just scream and holler, I know it. You don't know what God has done for me. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know the, the, the relationship that I had with him and my enduring hardships and trials and tribulations. But when he told me and led me and guided me and instructed me into righteousness and the truth, helped my understanding. See, 
Well, sometimes we forget we get knowledge and don't understand the knowledge that we get, and you can't produce wisdom. Knowledge and understanding what knowledge you have, you're going to make the right decision. But when you don't have it, I heard his brother say this morning, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, they all work together. That's the way God wants all of us to work together. But sometimes we don't want to work together. We stick out like a sore thumb sometimes. We want to think we got it all. No, no. Ask me. We don't have it all. I hadn't seen one yet that had it all. If you got it all, Jesus didn't have to come here. You could have shed it your blood for the remission of the sins of the whole world. And if you would, we'd have still been in poverty. Because the Bible tells me God searched heaven and earth to see if anybody found worthy to come and pay the price of sin for the whole world. Nobody was worthy. But Jesus stood up. Hear my Lord. Send me. I'll go. And we just don't understand when he say, send me, I'll go. You taking on the responsibility, take myself for an example. I'm the pastor here at the church. Everything that go wrong in this church is on me. I'm supposed to correct everything in this church that I can see. If I got the spiritual wisdom from God that showed me through experience, through dedication, and I see something out of order, I'm supposed to address it in a professional way. I'm supposed to not let you leave thinking something was this and it was that. That's my job. I ain't supposed to make no mess in the church now. I should be a professional. I'm supposed to talk to you in peace and love and joy with patience. See, I know I've been born a few years before you and you just got born yesterday. I don't expect you to know what I know or walk like I walk. I don't expect that. I'm not that illiterate. We got to work together. The one that know less, we got to spend more time with them than the one already know. Don't what? The card already know. I ain't gonna spend no time with him. I'm gonna try to get somebody that don't know. This is what the book tell me. The less, spend more time with them, give them strength, and then you walk with precepts and examples in the Lord, and He's gonna direct your path. That we got to give it all to Him, though. And the Bible went on to say the place of the scripture which we read was this. He was led as a sheep. Listen good. Led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so he opened not his mouth. Good God and mighty Jesus. It's talking about Jesus there. He was found not guilty. Jesus was found not guilty. He hadn't did no wrong at all. Never had wrong, never did no wrong. Even though he took on the sins of the whole world, he still was perfect. Amen. He still never sinned. He took the sins of the whole world down in the grave with him. Beat the devil out of him. Can I say this? He beat the hell out of him. And got up in the glory of his father. All power, heaven and earth, is in his hand now. That's why we got to be like Jesus. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is also perfect. Other words, what I'm saying, be mature. 
when I was a child, speak as a child, none of them are men. I put away childish things. We got to understand that. I don't expect you to be tall as me. I got to wait on your growth. When I stand before God, he's going to say, where your brother at? I'm going to say, he back there somewhere. Well, you stay back till he get here. That's what he's going to tell me. You stand on the side till he gets here because I told you to bring your brother with you. But sometimes we get in a high profile until we forget where we come from. And we can't be like that. Isaiah 53, that's what he's talking about. 7, verse 8. And the Bible goes on to say, in his humiliation, his judgment was taken from him. Otherwise, he was found not guilty, but he still did him wrong. They still did him wrong. But it was prophesied that should come to pass. He just fulfilling the scripture. Somebody had to come and give themselves up for the sins of the whole world. Not some sin. And when the Lord forgive us for our sin, this is what he did. And don't let these knuckleheads tell you nothing. He forgive all our sins. Not one or two, he forgive all of our sin. Now, if you take on some more, that's on you. You got to fight that battle. But Jesus forgive us all our sin. What we wasn't even born, our sin was forgiven. And we got to understand God. And he's always present with us by the Holy Spirit. Whenever you walk in and the Spirit tell you no, it's no. It's no. Don't use your understanding. This the way I do it, no. Don't, your way is dumb. Go God's way. And you're going to win every time. Whosoever will, let them come. Whosoever come in my name, I will and know why cast out. Look what God gave us. Look at the thought and the power he has given to the church. Satan can't take you from me. That's what Jesus said. If you stray off, the Bible tells me if a brother or sister that's already saved full but his Holy Ghost, all they got to do is come to you and restore you back in the spirit of meekness and love and compassion. That's what God said. That's the way his church works. It don't work fine and false. We always overcome with false. We always overcome with false. So it's like David said, Lord, if you judge me, don't judge me for my sins, because they are many. Give me the ten of my heart. I want to be like you. And that's where we have to be in the Lord. So they took, they humiliated him, took away his rights. He didn't even have an attorney with him. Nobody stood for him. Even the ones that he has trained for three years, only one of them stayed with him. That was John. And God opened a way, and John, out of the four gospel, John, the only one expressed a lot of love. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they talked about almost the same things in their book, all three of the books. But John come with some more love. See, if you don't love me, you ain't going to listen to me. 
If you don't love me, we can't sit on the same pew together. If you don't love me, huh? We can't talk. We have no understanding. Because the Bible tells me, let this mind be in you that was also where? In Christ Jesus. We're supposed to think like the Lord thinks. I'm not going to give you no crutch to stand on. But this, this, what if you don't stand? I ain't got nothing to do with what you don't do. I'm talking about what you need to do. Follow Christ. Father Paul said it did. Paul walked, he had faith in himself. He says, follow me as I follow the Lord. We're supposed, I'm supposed to be setting an example for you to follow. And if I'm out of line, it's, you, you're not a Christian if you don't come to me and say, Pastor, according to this book right here, you're out of line with God. And if I'm true, a true Christian, I'm going to go back and good, get the scripture where you say, Search the scripture, put the scripture on me, not on you. Put it on myself and read and see where I'm out of line at. And then if I'm out of line, if I'm a true Christian, all I'm going to do is step back in line. I ain't got to be baptized or nothing no more. Just get back in line and follow the Lord with all my heart, my mind, all my spirit. But sometimes we make haste and do the things that we want to do. He's saying the unit, listen at this good. Answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or somebody else? And that, that's Jesus. Philip taught him to say, Jesus, he's speaking of Jesus. Isaiah's speaking about Jesus. Jesus the one suffered and died and bled for us. He was, uh uh. He, he was handling wrong. They slapped, they slapped him inside the head. Now, this is a Jew, a black Jew, Jesus. A black Jew, you slap inside his head so hard, and the Bible said left his fingerprints in his face. That man was slapped. And he said not one word. Nah, I'm growing, y'all. I'm growing. And I, I wish I could be just like Jesus right now. But if you slap me and leave your hand prints in my face, God help me. Y'all, church, y'all need to go down and fast for a week and pray. I'm being real, which I ain't faking. I'm not going to fake it. If I'm not wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up with the Lord, and you slap me and leave your fingerprints in my face, it's going to be some trouble here on this earth. I'm being honest. I don't get up here and lie. You slap me and I start cussing you. Uh-uh. That's a front and a phony. See, we talk all that religious stuff, but when push comes to shell, it's a new thing. Well, I did this. I did that. I give it to the Lord. Oh, yeah, people tell me all the time, I give it to the Lord. Don't you believe that? Don't you believe that? They sure is going to give it to the Lord. Upside of your head. We need to be real and stop all this phony playing and stuff. Sure, we quote scripture and say what the scriptures say, but it ain't, it ain't just either just quoting the scripture. You got to have Jesus living inside of your heart to cover you, keep you, to strengthen you, preserve you in righteousness and in thy shoes. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture, Isaiah 53, 7 and 8, and saying, since the preacher, 
unto him Jesus. He's telling about Jesus now. He's preaching to this man about Jesus. And he said, he went on their way, and they was going on after he had went to Jerusalem to celebrate and to worship God. And the eunuchs say, look, I see some water here. So what, what prohibits you from baptizing me now? And then he told the chair, the man that bringing the chair, he said, stop right here. They got out, both of them dismounted on the, off the chair, went down the water, and the Bible said, Philip, baptize him. He baptized him. He baptized him. And Philip said, told him this before he got to stop the chair, <coughs> if thou believest that all thine heart thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He already confessed what he believed in his heart, that Jesus is the Son of God. And he was the Son of God, and he was telling the truth, and then God going to bless him here. The Lord going to bless him here. He commanded the chair to stop. He baptized. Both of them went down, and he got baptized. And when they had come up out the water, and here's a mystery. Here's God's mystery, y'all. When you're really in Christ and walking in him like he say walk in him, here's the mystery. And when they will come up out of the water, listen good. I don't read commentaries because I figure I got much sense as them. I don't fool them commentaries. It says this, up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuchs saw him no more. And he went up went on his way rejoicing. This man went on. He understood. See, when you understand what God say, you got to rejoice. When you understand where he brought you from, you got to rejoice. When you understand who you are, you got to rejoice. It, 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 I find out this. The trouble with us as black people, we're always trying to be like somebody else. Be like yourself. You can grow more mature in yourself than trying to be like some other man. And he got faults and failures just like you got. Follow somebody that's set a perfect line. That's Jesus. If you follow Jesus, you can't make no mistake. You can't make a mistake if you follow Jesus. See, but what we fail to do so often time, and God help us, we read the scripture, don't meditate on it. If you meditate on them, I'm a living witness. God gives you revelation knowledge. As you read the word of God, he gives you revelation knowledge. The understanding of the word automatically pop in you when you study and read and meditate on the word of God. God open your understanding up. I tell people all the time, any book in the Bible, any book, give me five minutes with it. I'll read it five minutes. I can tell you what it's saying. Because the spiritual wisdom is in me to discern what's right and what's wrong. And I'm not boasting about nothing. If I can say my ABCs, I sure can say what Jesus said. I used to say, I know my ABC, and I get up and proud in front of the teacher and say my ABC. Well, you mean tell me I got shamed on the Bible? Tell me if you shamed on me before me, as I be shamed on you before my Father, which art in heaven. Why we, I find it all the time, sometimes we in church and people got to say, clap your hand. Say hallelujah. 
I'm just a different person than all y'all. You ain't got to tell me that. I say it every day of my life. I pray every day of my life. I don't need you to tell me to shout. I'm shouting with joy. I drive my truck and be shouting and stomping and singing in my truck. And when I come to church, I come to listen and learn from you all. I see how y'all act accordingly, and I take all that in. I'm not going to fear with you. I take it in, and I go get my Bible and see were you in order or not. And if you was out of order, God going to give me another time to come and bring that back to your remembrance without calling your name. He going to bring it to your remembrance, and then you're going to go along the way and say, you know what, Pastor, what you was teaching on the other day, I didn't say nothing. I didn't want to say nothing, but you was telling the truth. I went home and read that, and you was telling the truth. And God going to put another star in your cap. You know that? See, I, I, a lot of times we need to love one another as Christ loved us. He gave his life for us. When we was yet in our sin, no, nobody right. The book tell me when Jesus came, wasn't nobody right. Not even one person was right. And he laid his life down that everybody on earth be right. But it's up to us whether we want to be right or wrong. It's our decision to make. And I always say this, whosoever will, let them come. You know, we used to have 